The Old Testament reading for this, the second Sunday after the Epiphany, is from the third chapter of 1 Samuel. The young man Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no frequent vision. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his own place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel, and he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli, and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call, lie down again. So he went and lay down. And the Lord called again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the young man. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood, calling as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak. For your servant hears. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the sixth chapter of 1 Corinthians. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food. And God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. 
Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly I say to you, you will see heaven opened, and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to all of you, from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning, we heard the story of a young boy named Samuel. And Samuel was just a boy, maybe about 10 years old, and he was serving in the temple. He probably swept the floors, ran errands, helped out with odd jobs around. But something was about to happen to Samuel that he never could have expected. The Lord was about to call Samuel by name to follow him. And he did. One night when Samuel was sleeping, the Lord called him, Samuel. And Samuel got up, but he didn't run to the Lord. He ran to Eli, the priest, and said, here I am, you called me. It was God who called Samuel, but Samuel ran the wrong way. So Samuel went and laid down, and again the Lord called Samuel a second time and said, Samuel. And again, Samuel got up and ran to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. And again, Eli said, I did not call, go and lie back down again. And then the third time, God called out to Samuel, this boy who swept the floors, this grubby kid who had run errands for the priests. God called this boy, who was nothing in the sight of all of Israel, God called this boy and said the third time, Samuel. And for the third time, Samuel ran to Eli. This time, Eli realized this was something out of the ordinary. Eli realized it could be God who was calling Samuel. So Eli told Samuel to go and lie down again. And if the Lord calls, say, speak for your servant hears. And once more the Lord appeared to Samuel, and this time Samuel did not run to Eli. He stayed and listened and said, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. You are very much like Samuel. All of you are so much like Samuel. And you may not even realize it. When each of you were baptized, God called you. 
In fact, just like with Samuel, when you were baptized, God called you by name to come to him. God called you to follow him. God called you to stand up, get up, to pick up your cross and follow him. Oh, we're a lot like Samuel. God calls each of us by name. And we're also a lot like Samuel. Even though we're called by name, we often go in the wrong direction, don't we? Instead of waking up from sinful disobedience and running to God saying, speak, I'm listening. We get up and instead wander and wonder if this calling through baptism is really that important. Wondering if this calling is really that precious. Sadly, so many Christians who have been called by name, by God, get up and wander away from God. Never looking to God. Never saying, speak Lord, tell me what you want for my life. There's so many Christians called by name have given in to this temptation. Be careful you don't follow them and do what they do by ignoring God's call. Or wander around looking for God in ways where he is not going to be found. So I tell you the truth, there's nothing worse than to be called by God by name and then to wander away from God. But in many ways, we've all done this at some point, haven't we? God calls us to wake up, to leave behind the love of ourself and instead love God and our neighbor more than ourselves. But then we wander around and so often choose our own will over God's will. God calls you by name, calls you to follow him in holy living. To not unite yourself in sexual immorality with others, but to preserve the marriage bed for marriage. But so many who have been called by God by name get up and they wander into fulfilling every lust of our flesh imaginable. When we do this, it would be like shoving our fingers in our ears so we can't hear God's call, can't hear God's voice as we run off to do anything and everything we want to do. Oh, we're really similar to Samuel. We've been called by God. But you know what? We don't have to wander. When God calls, we can stay with the one who is calling us, God. Because God does have something amazing to say to you. In our gospel reading for today, Jesus was starting his ministry and he started by calling people. And just like Jesus once called that little boy, Samuel, today in our reading, Jesus was calling Peter. And James and John and Philip and this man, Nathaniel. They were the first disciples. And when Jesus called Nathaniel, he added a little something to that call. He started by calling Nathaniel by name. And when Nathaniel asked Jesus, How do you know me? Jesus said, When you were under the fig tree, 
I saw you. I know who you were. I know what you wrestle with. I know you want to be faithful. I know you want to live a life of faith and die a life in faith. Nathaniel, I saw all of you. I know all of you. And when Nathaniel heard that, he just replied, You are the son of the living God. You are the king of Israel, the Christ. Once God called a little grubby boy named Samuel. And that little boy was nothing special. He was about 10 years old. He swept the floors. He ran errands. But God chose him and called him Samuel by name to follow him. And Jesus called the adult man Nathaniel today. Jesus knew everything about Nathaniel knew the desires of Nathaniel's heart. And Jesus was ready to give Nathaniel everything he needed to live a life in faith and to die a life in faith. And that calling has not stopped. Because that's just what God does. God is still calling today. He's calling you. And God knows everything about you You may remember this passage in the Old Testament from the prophet Jeremiah. God spoke through him once and God said, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Think about that. Before you were even fully knit together in the womb of your mother so long ago, God knew you. God knew who you are. God knew what you will be. God knew what you can do. And God knew what you struggle with. God knew everything about you. God knew you. And still, God chose to call you. Called you by name in the waters of baptism and to be with you through everything you go through in this life. As we wander away from him sometimes, Jesus is right there with you, with his cross, to remind you what it took to forgive those sins. And when you're ready, Jesus brings you back to his cross to remind you that your waywardness is forgiven. Because of what he's done for you in his sacrifice. God knows you. God called you. And God knows what you need. God knows the day you were born in this world. And he knows the day you will die in this world. And God knows that he does not want you to just die Just as God spoke your name in baptism to give you a life in him, a life of faith, so will Jesus also speak your name once more long after we've died. Because on the day Jesus returns, he will stand over all of our graves and your calling will finally be complete. Because on that day, Jesus will call you by name and he will tell you to stand up And you will live again.
Oh, Jesus knows you so well. And Jesus knows full well how much you will need a resurrection from the dead. And he will do this for you. God shows his great love to all of us by calling all of us by name. And he knows you very well. He knows what you need so well. And he will always be with you through every second of every day to give you what you need in this life. God, who has called you by name, will be faithful to you. And he will do this for you because he knows you so well. And he knows the salvation you need, which he has given to you. He's given it to you by calling you by name. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.